success again and you listen to the podcast. I'm Michael Kane. I'm Allison. Before we begin with the news, let's slide right into D-Listed's Excuse My Beauty corner. Because I have a question about nail care. And Allison, before you were spreading your brilliance all over D-Listed as a writer, you did nails professionally. I did literally like a week before I started writing for D-Listed. You're the perfect person for me to ask this question. Sure, sure. Okay, so I know how to get rid of my cuticles, right? Like I just push them down the shower and then rub them out. That sounded nasty, but you know what I mean. Like that's rub them out among other things that you're doing in the shower. Yeah, we don't need to go there. We don't need that visual. But I need advice on what to do with my proximal proximal nail fold. You can tell I've been reading the internet. I've no, I had no idea what that was until I googled it. But Mm -hmm. that's like the part a fleshy skin that runs around your nail bed and like protects germs from getting in, right? And it's like under the cuticles. No, so I think that people get cuticles confused. So like some people think that everything around the nail is a cuticle, right? Yeah, I know that's not. Yeah, so the cuticle is like the floppy stuff that you can like easily get rid of. And the proximal fold is like the hard stuff that goes around it. Yeah, it's like that fleshy... Like, okay, so my it's question kind of clear. is... Yeah, anyway, no, go ahead. Well, my question is, my nail folds are v- really overgrown. So okay. some manicurists, they, like, cut it off. And some refuse to because they say, like, you know, it'll open me up to infection. <laughs> you, can, you can easily get an infection, yes. So, and I've tried to cut it myself, but it's nerve-wracking. It's like cutting a dog's nails. It's like... <laughs> You get a little too close and you're bleeding. Well, yeah, you get too close, you're bleeding, or it's all like all jagged and it looks like more janky than if I didn't. So I've looked like on the internet, you know, I've gone through Reddit forums, I watch YouTube videos, and I haven't really gotten a clear answer. So my question is, Mm -hmm. since I can't go to, you know, the nail salon right now, Mm -hmm. should I just embrace that, um, like my butthole, my nails have floppy lips, or is there a way for me to trim that, you know, that proximal fold or whatever mm-hmm. without cutting them? Okay, so my my like un my uneducated all all listen all my opinions are gonna be uneducated because I didn't I was never technically like a certified nail tech like I didn't go to school for it I was literally like. I don't know if I should be admitting that on the podcast. But anyway, like the the not nail tech in me says just like rip them off. Just like pick them. Like that's what I do. I have no proximal folds because I pick them off. But then that if I do that, they'll be like, wouldn't they be like all jaggedy? And then they'll be like um, nasty. Like I want them to look pretty. Right. You want them to look dainty. Okay. So what you want to do is. I just want it to look clean. Because like right now, I mean, big. they look fine. They're yeah. just, like, they're just overgrown. You've got, like, a meaty fold. I get it. So, like, <laughs> no, but I understand. I, I've heard like, that. I've heard that many times. That's what you have in, like, a Tinder bio. You're like, come come see my meaty folds. I've got 10 of them. <laughs> no, so you can buy cuticle nippers. Look up nipper. 
on <laughs> N-I-P-P-E-R, cuticle nipper, on Amazon. and okay. Or any anywhere you, where you can buy it. Wait, is that like the, the little scissors? No. So those would be scissors. <laughs> well, no. you know, like the little, like, they're like... I don't know how to. Okay. They're like cuticle cutters. Yeah, it's a yeah. That's it. A cuticle nipper is like sideways. It looks kind of like a sideways nail clipper. But if you get those, those are really. I easy have to a use. couple of those. I cannot use it. It's really? like, yeah, I cannot use okay. that. Or I've Here. even bought the ones. You know, the ones that it's uh, they're like a wand, and then the tip of it is like a little um, sharp vagina, and then you you. Uh, you you like run it across the cuticle <gasps> yes okay i, I know what you're that. talking about yeah. okay so here's the thing what you want to do those always depend on being really sharp when those are sharp those work great but when they're dull they will rip your whole thing off that's happened to me before so what you like the best thing for you to do if you're really really concerned about it is soak your nails watch like a half hour of whatever 90 day fiance a porno okay. whatever yeah. soak your nails in warm water and then pat them dry moisturize them really well and then if you want you can push them back and as long as they're sterile you can use nail clippers and you can clip them but you want those nail clippers to be like the most sterile thing in your house so like boil them rubbing alcohol you know burn them with a lighter and then you can you can easily kind of clip the top of them and they should be okay so those are my options either embrace them or cut them yeah big is beautiful michael just okay. like i think i'm just gonna nice. i think i'm just gonna embrace them then because every time i cut them it's a shit show so and i would i'd be so afraid michael that you would get an infection it wouldn't be the first time or the last but yeah i don't want i don't want that so yeah thank you for your professional advice um miss who's like a professional nail technician who's the one that um Sa- sally hansen thank you okay sally Mrs. hansen miss i'll take it sally hansen's apprentice <laughs> miss se miss opi yeah. if you will <laughs> <laughs> okay so now on to the news yes. um now that we got my riveting nail situation out of the way so the year is 2020 correct yes i just checked and this podcast has already covered a Kristen Cavallari story as a main story once. And now we're going to do it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the it's the, the return. It's the year of the return of Kristen Calamari, which is kind of ironic since she's an anti-vaxxer and we all need a coronavirus vaccine right now. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So last we talked about Kristen... She was getting shit for spending part of the quarantine in the Bahamas with her uh, husband, Jay Cutler, who was a football player Mm -hmm. at one time, and their kids and friends. So they claimed they were stuck, which they weren't. They could have left at any time. The door was so wide open and they had many opportunities to leave. Yeah. So they finally got back. And like many married couples, after this lockdown is over, they're getting a divorce. So over the weekend, they both posted a note on Instagram saying that they're getting a divorce after 10 years together. They've grown apart. They want privacy and they've, that they've come to a loving conclusion to split up. Now that those are their words, loving conclusion, like Word, words that could not mean the opposite. Well, also, it's like ever since Gwyneth Paltrow's um, conscious uncoupling shit, these celebrities are trying to coin phrases for, you know, divorce, which no. 
But that's what that's loving conclusion is what they came up with. And it doesn't look like that's <laughs> what's happening. Loving conclusion sounds like the second episode of a cliffhanger of a soap opera. Yeah, this is a little soap opera, mm-hmm. getting a little soap opera, which is surprising because who knew that these two blands could bring the drama? But they have. So Jay has already filed for divorce. He was the first one to file for divorce. He listed April 21st, not too long ago, as the date of separation and uh, said Irrecon- oh my god, I can never say this. Can you say this? E- Irreconcilable differences. <laughs> Thank you. Was the reason why their marriage ended. So Kristen has already responded with her own legal docs, and she listed April 7th as the day true love died. And she also... I love when they... By the way, this is just a sidebar. I love when they have conflicting um, dates of separation. I love it. That's one of my favorite celebrity things in this whole world. Well, because it brings because the drama? Yes, because it's like instant drama. Like, if I was if I was going to split up with someone, it's like you would think that you would like talk about it and be like, okay, what, what are you listing on your thing? Oh, April 22nd? Okay, I'll put to April 22nd too. So I love how deliberate it is. Yeah, it's and great. it gets more it. deliberate. So mm-hmm. she also listed Allison. Mm-hmm. Irreconcilable difference. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I should be a lawyer. You should. And the reason why they're getting a divorce, but she added that Jay is guilty of such inappropriate marital conduct conduct as renders further cohabitation unsafe and improper. A scandal. So mm-hmm. Jay didn't mention any marital misconduct in his filing, but Kristen says in her filing that any accusations of misconduct against her from him is in response to her misconduct allegations against him. Okay, so they have three children. They have seven-year-old Camden Jack, five-year-old Jackson Wyatt, and four-year-old Sailor James. Like those those poor names. They sound like, (laughs) you know, they sound like a knockoff brand of Reese Witherspoon's clothing line, Draper Draper James. Yeah, it does. It looks like like the type of thing you'd get an Instagram ad for. Where yeah, you'd be exactly. Like, why, yeah. why? Why do I need to be shown this? I don't care about Sailor James. Yeah. So those poor kids—they have those names. They aren't getting vaccinated, and now it looks like their parents are using them as tools in this messy divorce. So, Kristen, she wants primary custody with Jay getting visitation, and she also wants child support. Jay wants joint custody, and in his documents, he said that he's primary caretaker and the at-home parent. She denies that, saying that she's the primary caretaker. (laughs) Well, there can only be one. Yeah. (laughs) The nannies are. Let's be real. Yeah. Somewhere a nanny is being like, "Mm -hmm, okay, both of you. Yeah. Primary, sure. So as for why Kristen used marital misconduct as a reason for their divorce, now, we all figured it was because Jay cheated because um, there was a storyline on Kristen's reality show, Very Cavallari, about Jay being accused of cheating on her with her former best friend, Kelly Henderson. Kristen said at the time that she didn't believe the rumors. But Us Weekly claims that right before Jay filed for divorce, there were rumors in Nashville. I love that. I love when they say like rumors around town. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Which is where they live in Nashville, that they were accusing each other of cheating and weren't getting along anymore. So other sources say that they've been having problems for a while. So marital misconduct could mean many things. It could mean cheating. It could mean drug or booze abuse. It could mean bigamy. It could mean 
impotence. They give me uh, an impotence. Yeah, bribery, a felony conviction, and also really dark things like domestic abuse and rape. So TMZ says that cheating had nothing to do with their split and that Kristen listed marital misconduct because Tennessee is a no-fault state. And when you ask for a divorce, you have to show fault on the part of your spouse. So it's like a generic, it's like generic language. Or maybe Jake Cutler is impotent. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the obvious That's one of the things you listed, right? Yeah. (laughs) Impotence. So... Like, we don't know what the what the reason is that, you know, that'll probably come out. Like, mm-hmm. maybe Jay gave the kids carbs or vaccinated them. Mm-hmm. So. Drove them to the doctors one day. So that's where this is at. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Michael, here's the thing. Here's what nobody's talking about. What has Stephen Coletti been up to? Now, if you watched Laguna Beach. I did not. Thank God. No. I have some. I I, I don't have standards, but some. Actually, that was kind of highbrow in its day, wasn't it? It was (laughs) like it was highbrow trash. Yeah. The production values were much higher than a TLC show. Yeah. People were talking about like how it was shot like a real TV show. It was shot like on film. (laughs) Like, I'm pretty sure Martin Scorsese like directed several episodes of Laguna Beach. He was the showrunner. (laughs) Showrunner. Oh, Scorsese. Anyways, point is, Kristen and, and okay, so Kristen and Stephen Coletti were like dating in the beginning. Yeah. And then there was like a love triangle between Kristen, Stephen, and LC. And like, Kristen that's was, Lauren Conrad. Yes. Lauren did Conrad, Stephen uh, ever make it to the hills? Uh, no, I don't think he did. Okay. I think he stuck around Laguna Beach, if you will. Okay. Um, And Kristen always said, like, He's my first love. He'll be my true love. You know how it is. Anyways, so I'm just saying that Stephen Colletti better have a good alibi. Otherwise, he's gonna, his name's going to get dragged into... Is he single? I mean, hey, everyone's single for the right person, <laughs> right? You're right. It's either Stephen or Taylor Toriento. Sorry, <laughs> Torriero. <laughs> Toriento. So, like, so you're, you're, you're thinking Stephen Colletti is the reason. He's always the reason. He's always the it's reason. It's always Stephen. Right. No, but really, I feel like it's probably just, like, those two are, like, such, like, they're messes. So it's, like, even if nobody was cheating, I feel like they'd be the type of people to accuse each other of cheating anyway. Okay. You know? I mean, I'm fucking cynical. And, you know, so when I first heard about this, I figured it was just a stunt. Like, to get another, uh, to get another (gasps) season season for her Mm -hmm. reality show. So she can have, like, this scandalous divorce storyline because if because because the tabloids were saying that they you know they were been having problems for a while and if i hated my husband the last thing i would do is run off to the bahamas with him and be in lockdown for a month there's no way i would do that you know what you, yeah absolutely also it'd be hell in paradise you're on to something too because here's the thing without jay cutler why does anyone like without the drama of her husband why does anyone watch very cavallari because I, I don't even know I, anybody, anybody watches it with him. I don't with e- the drama that like No. I don't even think that people that are interested in her jewelry line are watching Very Cavallari. Because that's what it's also about is she got a jewelry line. Yeah, and like the only time I heard about this show was, you know, when it came out and when there were the cheating rumors with him. So they went to the Bahamas, they plotted this scheme, or maybe their marriage really is shit and I mean and they went to the Bahamas to save face. I don't know. Like, I'm leaning towards stunt. I just hope it's nothing dark. 
<laughs> I, I mean, I hope not either. Um, so moving on from two people who we don't know what's going on to one person who we do know what's going on and it's not good. So Chris Cuomo, brother of Andrew and host of Cuomo primetime on CNN. Um, he's one of the famous people who caught COVID-19. He tested positive for COVID-19 mm-hmm. and it was at the end of March. So he decided to host his show from his home because, you know, he's in quarantine. He had COVID-19. It ended up that his wife, Christina Cuomo, ended up testing positive for COVID-19. That was kind of in the middle of April. Mm-hmm. Um, last week, we learned that their son, Mario, has also tested positive for COVID-19. So He's 14? He's 14, yeah. So the whole Cuomo family, it's going through their house. And here's the thing about Chris Cuomo, if you are not familiar. And this is important to say at the top of the story. So Chris Cuomo loves roasting up trump like anytime that trump does something incompetent or stupid which is all the time he like loves dunking on trump like recently when you know president trump suggested to like inject disinfectant to fight covid19 chris cuomo was like can you believe this shit so here's the thing chris cuomo is gonna be really bummed out when he learns what kind of theories his wife has about oh he probably already knows because she probably makes him do this shit Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, he definitely knows, but you know, it's it's how he uh, it's how he can sleep at night. Anyway, so uh, Christina Cuomo has a blog called The Purist, and she's been detailing these things called her Corona protocols. So she's kind of like a, a part-time Corona expert, if you will. And by expert, I mean asterisk, not an expert, not yeah. a doctor. Do not follow any of this. So. Um, the last one that she wrote, her last Corona protocol, number three, was at the end of um, like her Corona recovery. So after like nine days, I think she said she was recovered from Corona. So this is what she so she's like, this is what I did to fight Corona. Mm-hmm. And this is a quote from her. This is why she's telling people. Okay, It's about strengthening the immune system and having the body working optimally with self-care and good diets so that we don't get sick in the first place. Once you commit to managing this lifestyle, it's actually the easiest and least expensive way to manage your health. So first thing right off the bat, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter how much self-care or good diet you do. Yeah. You can get COVID-19. Yes, it's, of course. It doesn't matter. So, But with that being said, so this is what Christina Cuomo did to fight off COVID-19. Even okay. though she still she tested positive for it. So remember, she got COVID-19, but she thinks that this like cured her. Okay? Yeah, so, to get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. So... She was, first of all, she's taking a ton of um, stuff orally. So, Sinex, <laughs> anti, I know it sounded rude. It's like, here's what I take for COVID-19. Vitamin D. No. <laughs> so, no, that is one of the things, though, vitamin D. So, vitamin D, vitamin uh, B, zinc, this thing called non-toxic quinine, which actually quinine is the ingredient in tonic water. So, basically, she's just drinking, she's drinking uh, gin and tonic. Dry. Yeah, gin yeah. tonics. Antivirals. Sinex, um, medicinal florals, which that alone sounds like a scam. So, and then she says she was drinking this liver cleansing beverage, which is made of raw garlic, orange, lemon, cayenne pepper, olive oil, ginger, and turmeric. And she said she was like working with this naturopath, right? Yeah, she was working with like a naturopath, a doctor, um, this person who um, has like an Ayurvedic health like restaurant thing Mm -hmm. so she claims it was all like from you know supervised health experts yeah okay so along with all of that 
She said she also got a vitamin C drip. So a doctor from New York City would come to her home. So she was staying out in like the, you know. The Hamptons. The Hamptons. So this doctor from New York City would drive out there in a hazmat suit, even though she was supposed to be in quarantine. But as you, if you know anything about Chris Cuomo, you know that he didn't really care too much about being in quarantine. So anyway, this doctor would give her a vitamin C drip. Um, So that's, that's one thing. So vitamin C drips, not that weird. Here's where it starts to get weird. So she was taking bleach baths. So she would recommend that for every 80 gallons of water, so basically a bathtub, you would put a quarter cup of Clorox. And the reason you do this, according to Christina Cuomo, is to oxygenate the cells and neutralize heavy metals, which can fuck up the electromagnetic frequency of cells. Yeah. Also, she tried to argue that Clorox is technically sodium chloride, so table salt, which it's not. (laughs) Well, and you're not supposed to bathe in bleach. You inject it. Like Trump said, she's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's like, okay, what are we doing with the bleach? Like, do your research. Don't. And there's it. like chlorine in the pool. So honestly, she's probably just hanging out in the hot tub. And oh, then but, she's pushing it like some rich lady wants yeah, stuff. But she, but she also argues, though, that no, you don't want chlorine. Chlorine will make COVID worse. You want Clorox. So now here's where it gets like full on stupid so she got herself a body charger and what a body charger is is a tool to rebalance her energy and stimulate healthy production of cells a vibrator yeah basically (laughs) except one with no batteries you just like hold it you're like okay what does this do so it transfers energy it breaks up and pulls out low frequency energy while replacing it with a higher rate that's a vibrator it's totally a vibrator. vibrator yeah. It's a vibrator. And then she had this thing called a PEMF, a pulsed electromagnetic field portable machine. And what it does is... Nipple it, clamps, like electronic <laughs> nipple clamps. Butt plug. Battery operated butt plug. It optimizes the ability of cells to start healing. Um, and for COVID-19 use, it increases the speed of which your lungs and your whole body can recover. So she also said that she was eating a ton of Ayurvedic Indian food. Um, and at the end, I mean, this is so great. This is probably my favorite part about it. this is that at the very end of her latest Corona protocol, she heavily implied that everybody that questions her process is a hater. So Goop is shook. No, Goop really is shook because she doesn't, Gwyneth doesn't have shit on Christina Cuomo. No, Gwyneth is like a body charger. Where did you find this body charger? P-E-M-F. Bleach. Bleach. <laughs> but like bleach, I've been steaming my coochie. I didn't know I was supposed to. Soak in a bleach, marinate in a bleach. But okay, so the the, the bleach thing. So okay. one time mm-hmm. I went to the bathroom, right? And, you know, I did my thing and mm-hmm. I grabbed a baby wipe, you know, clean. And mm-hmm. it suddenly I started stinging so bad down there. I grabbed a Clorox wipe, <gasps> which and oh. it kind of it kind of made me happy because I thought I lost all sensation down there, but I didn't. So but oh. it didn't feel good. So, yeah, don't, you know, don't let anybody but a professional come at your hole with bleach also i mean i'm gonna say it it doesn't do anything so i think i've mentioned before on the podcast i live with a chronic skin condition and something that like hippies love to recommend to me is a bleach blip she sells seashells a A bleach bleach blath barbie yeah bleach blath (laughs) bleach blath blimey (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> three blind mice so people will be like you should you should do a bleach bath a bleach bath will like fix your skin and all that stuff and it's like it no it won't because here's the thing if it actually worked my dermatologist would be like okay do a bleach 
Jesus Christ. Do a beach bath. Do a beach do a beach bath. <laughs> do an irreconcilable difference. <laughs> oh my god. But, but also, yeah, you're right. And like also the thing that like bothers me about Christina's like um blog post the most is that she didn't then like call on Rihanna to start donating body chargers and PEMF to hospitals because as we all know Rihanna has been donating ventilators but like why what a waste of money she should be donating Clorox that that's why we're sold out of Clorox because everyone's taking a bath with it but like the whole this whole thing makes me really sad Mm -hmm. because like it's just another reminder that I miss my calling because if I was a rich wife I wouldn't be peddling shit like this you know I would be like drinking champagne spending money fucking the pool boy you know normal rich people shit Okay, this is where Allison and I go with five stories, starting with Gigi Hadid. Gigi Hadid. So TMZ says that Gigi Hadid, who just turned 25, is pregnant with her first child, and the father is her boyfriend, 27-year-old Zayn Malik. Gigi, Gigi is supposedly 20 weeks along. So Gigi and Zayn first got together in 2015 and have been on and off since, and they most recently got back together in December, so it seems someone forgot to pull out during reunion sex. <laughs> uh, Gigi posted pics on Instagram a few days ago, and she didn't look pregnant to me. Mm. Yeah, it's true. But she's also, like, a model, so she's probably not going to show until she's, like, pushing out the baby. Yeah, true. Yeah. So, Michael, here's the thing. Okay. If I was a better person, I wouldn't make this joke. But I'm not, so I will. It's a good thing you're not, yeah. Yeah. I guess you could say Gigi is about to become a mommy. <laughs> I told I told you if I was a better person, I wouldn't have made that joke. <laughs> it's a good joke. But okay, first of all, that baby is going to be gorgeous, spoiled, and lazy. I mm-hmm. wish I was that baby. Second of all, okay, so Gigi's mom is Yolanda Hadid, right? Mm-hmm. She was on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And a few seasons a few seasons ago when she was on, there was this fucked up scene, right? Where Gigi was on a cleanse mm-hmm. and was weak. And Yolanda tells her to eat two almonds and chew them very slowly, like to get nourishment. <laughs> so Yolanda's probably going to lose it now be- because she has to give Gigi like three almonds instead of two. And what I'm saying is, run, Gigi, run from your mom. <laughs> yeah. Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell have two daughters. One is five and one is seven. So Dax had Rob Lowe on his podcast, and they've both been sober for many years. Now, they got into talking uh, about... Uh, they got into talking to their kids about drugs, and Dax said, people who have done mushrooms have more creativity that lasts. So yeah, I guess I'm going to tell my girls to do shrooms and to smoke pot and to drink and just don't do cocaine or opioids. If you don't do those two things, you'll likely be able to do all the other ones for the rest of your life. But if you get involved with those two, it's probably going to end the party, or at least it did for me. Um, There is a thing called alcoholism. Yeah, it's true. Honestly, I think the better advice would be don't do whatever drug made Dax do employee of the month. Exactly. It's a bad yeah, movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it was the mid-90s. It was a different time. <laughs> Sticking with weed, sh- you know, shrooms and booze is good advice, but Dax should wait a long, long time before having that talk with them because if I was his five-year-old daughter and he told me that, like, I should just do weed 
and booze, I'd ask him if I can start now because that's how I'd be able to deal with those two being my parents. <laughs> if you watch those Electrolux commercials, you'll you'll, you you'll understand. You know. So Broadway and shit talking legend Patty Lupone was on Watch ha- Watch What Happens Live, where she talked some shit. So she talked about telling John Hamm that if he fucks Glenn, Glenn Close, she'll never speak to him again. She said that she had crabbed several times. She said that she knew the uh, the Cats movie was going to be a bomb. And she also gave her thoughts on Barbara Streisand playing Mama Rose in a gypsy movie. So Barbara Streisand has been trying to make this gypsy movie forever and ever. So she wants to play Mama Rose. And she has apparently talked to Lady Gaga and Daisy Ridley about playing Louise. Like this movie is basically never going to happen. But Patty said... I know she would like to do it, and I'm sure there's technology so that she could do it. And I think maybe 50 years ago, she would have been a brilliant Madame Rose. Okay. What, you think she's just too old now? I do. I think she's too old. But again, there's technology to change all of that, but I don't know whether mentally she's is you know has that kind of... Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Hunger. Hunger. Got it. 50 years. So Barbara is 78. So Patty thinks she could have played Mama Rose when she was in her 20s. <laughs> That's so, it's so rude. Oh, God. Like, and honestly, I get what Patty's trying to do. And I appreciate it so much. But I honestly don't think it will have any effect on Barbara. Like, I'm pretty sure Barbara is so no, rude from... She's so removed from reality that the only... She's like in her basement mall. She has no idea what's no, going the, on. The only thing that Patty LuPone could say that would like actually make Barbara Streisand so upset would be if she said something like, cloning your dog is a waste of fur. That's Barbara would be like, insidious. Too far. Yeah. <laughs> I have nothing to add, basically. Like, Patty, she's a shit-talking legend. I just, you know, she needs her own Broadway show where she just shit-talks the entire time. She can sing shit talk while her crabs you know do the kick line behind her like like in cats but instead of roaches crabs yeah, exactly and Perfect. for like for like 48 hours she should be like the maria abramovic of just like a shit talking 48 hours like people can come and go it's free admission yeah performance art black china did the inevitable and opened up an only fans account and she's charging 50 dollars a month for a subscription or the bargain basement price of $127.50 for three months or $450 for a year. That price can't be beat. So to promote her OnlyFans, she posted a video on Instagram captioned Foot Freak Mondays. And it's a video of China's feet squishing grapes. So basically, like, Quentin Tarantino is going to be her only subscriber. And those grapes don't deserve that. Yeah, only one fan. Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> Yeah, she's like turning. She's like also the grape stomping lady. It's like she's gonna start her own OnlyFans and take all of Black China's business because she's like, you want to see someone stomp some grapes? Yeah, I can stomp some grapes. I'll fall out of the bin. I'll yell for. Oh, it. like that. Um. Oh, yeah. or like that Lucy episode. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh! But also, it's like this is first. I'm first of all, I'm really proud of China for finding a way to make money that doesn't involve dragging Rob Kardashian to child support court. So congratulations, Black China. But I think that she will actually get a lot of subscribers because what she's doing is actually really like extremely kinky and taboo because, I mean, she's like showing you a part of China, like the only part that hasn't been touched by a surgeon's needle. And that's like, 
that's like a real peek into the truth of Black China. Well, and you think it's a good business decision. I do not. Because if you want to see Black China naked, just Google Black China naked. And I did before recording this, and I saw Black China naked. So you don't need to pay $50 for it. So if she wants to get subscribers, like she needs to post videos uh, you know, of, of, of videos of her doing things that we've, you know, never seen before, like reading Nietzsche, you know, something like that. And that's probably someone's fetish. Or like you said, not dragging Rob Kardashian to court. Show mm-hmm. a video of that. And finally, a health blogger named Tracy Kiss tells Closer UK magazine that she's not worried about getting coronavirus because she guzzles her boyfriend's jizz at least four times a week. So she either drinks his jizz straight from the tap or puts it in a spinach, broccoli, and peppers smoothie. Like everything in that smoothie sounds nasty except for the jizz, honestly. Yeah, that's gross as hell. I wouldn't (laughs) drink that. I'm sorry. So she keeps his sperm in a Tupperware box in her fridge. So... She also smears it on her face and says it gives her glowing skin. So she says that sperm is packed with vitamin C, calcium, and is nature's multivitamin. multivitamin. And, of course, some cum-guzzling haters, doctors, say that there's no data backing her claims and that jizz does not protect you from coronavirus. Oh, my God. Like, also, do you know what else is packed with vitamin C, calcium, and magnesium, Michael? Mm. fucking multivitamins <laughs> multivitamins and we know those work my mind just blew like I know. my mind is stuck to the wall behind me you just called me dr allison the jizz hater <laughs> but see like taking a bleach bath crazy guzzling jizz sign me up like doctor <laughs> like doctor What's her name? Kiss? Dr. Tracy Kiss. Kiss. Dr. Tracy, kiss me if you want to taste jizz is like my new primary position. She's your Dr. Oz. It's a wrap for this episode. But before we go, we want to thank those of you who, has sent, who have sent us uh, nice emails. It makes our week. It makes our month. It makes our year. So thank you. And if you have a question or a tip for us, you can email us at dtp at delisted.com. Yes. If uh, you have any nail suggestions, quarantine nail suggestions, send them Oh, yeah. Way. If you have a way I can get rid of these fucking um, nail flaps, nail lips. Ch- chunky, beefy yeah, nail flaps. Email me at michaelk at delisted.com. Mm-hmm. Chunky, yeah, beefy, <laughs> beefy thick, nail thick, lips. juicy, <laughs> heavy set nail flaps. <laughs> So till next week, bye. Goodbye.